Welcome to The Old Show with Jody Harrison Bauer and her daughter Lexi. Over the next hour, you will learn how to embrace the age you are now and have the knowledge to walk fearlessly into the next chapter of your life. Now, here are your hosts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Old Podcast. I'm Jody Harrison Bauer here with my daughter Lexi to talk about getting old. Whether you're 30 or 63 almost, um, we all face some kind of challenges and joys as we age. So today, I would like to talk about how to balance our feminine and masculine energy. And for me, it's been kind of a battle. And I, I didn't start realizing that there was even this masculine side, feminine side um, until maybe I was in my 30s. And, you know, obviously after having two children, you're really tapped into your feminine side. And I don't know, Lex, have you ever felt that way? Where have you ever like thought, oh, I'm tapping into my masculine energy. I'm tapping into my feminine energy. Has that ever been well, something? It's something that you talk about a lot. So it's something mm-hmm. that I've always been aware of, but I think we were fighting about this over text a couple of weeks ago. I think that I'm very feminine. I don't think I have much masculine energy in me. You disagreed. You are very masculine. So, oh, yes. Do you know why? Very feminine too, but you're just, you're a much more strong, aggressive. Nobody nobody thinks I'm aggressive except my husband. Oh, okay. So the (laughs) people who know you best in the world, your husband and your daughter thinks you're aggressive. You're absolutely aggressive. You have a very strong personality. No one would ever say, Oh, that Lexi, she's got a real strong personality. It's just, it's just not my nature. So I think by nature, I am a little bit softer because I don't have as strong as a personality. I wish people can watch this on video. Um, So if you're on YouTube, you're getting, you're getting a real picture of our relationship here. Um, Look, I think you're very feminine too. I think both you and your sister are very feminine, but I think sometimes around me, maybe what it is, is you lead with your masculine energy. You're very aggressive around me. I think you are the only person that I do that with. And your sister. No, she, cause she dominates me. I mean, not like you don't hear my mom, but she is, I feel like this is going to sound bad, but it's not meant to be bad. And if my friends are listening, they'll laugh because I say this a lot. I feel like I am the beta in most relationships and I like it that way. So I always say that like people, betas get such a bad rep. Like you're supposed to want to be an alpha. The alphas are right. I don't understand why the world would be in flames if it was all alphas. We need betas, but I don't think beta means worse or bad person it just is a different energy and yes exactly well in my life are have this alpha personality I don't love to be in that position sometimes I can take it on but it's not and I feel like that's a little bit of the masculine feminine where the masculine is more alpha and the feminine is more beta so to speak why did you just look like you saw ghosts oh because my phone rang i thought you heard it oh okay 
I thought you were disagreeing with me. So yeah. I would say the alpha beta is similar to a masculine feminine. And I actually heard, I'm taking us in a big circle, but I heard recently that icks, like icks in dating, are just men acting like betas. And that turns women off. And if you go through a list of common icks, a lot of them are like beta energy. And so I think that that makes a lot of sense. Yes. Okay. Those are all really, really good points. I saw a meme where a woman was running away from a man and the meme, I think this is a meme uh, where she's like, when me running away from his feminine energy. Yeah. But it's, but now it's weird because I'm like, I do feel like I go for feminine men. You, you, they're not feminine. The men you go after are not feminine, but they definitely have, they're not, I've never seen you with an, your boyfriend in high school was the closest to an alpha male. The guy you used to be with thought he was alpha. I think you cross their legs, which I think is disgusting. I hate, I hate. Frank crossed his legs one time and I go, what are you doing? I think I, it's disgusting. Um, you think my high school boyfriend is the closest that I got to? He is very alpha, but. Was he alpha in 10th grade? Not really, but he's an alpha now. But I mean, you could tell he was heading that direction when yeah. we were 18. Well, also like, look at his look at his dad. I mean, his dad was alpha, like whatever. Anyway, but he was the whatever, closest thing to an alpha. That's so interesting because I think that probably because I surround myself with so many big personalities, so many, you do. so much masculine energy, so many alpha personalities, I think that I always thought that that was something that I was looking for in a partner. So it's kind of blowing my mind right now to realize that that's simply not who I've dated. Right. Right. So I did want to talk about dating too, but I want to touch on a lot of the points that you made. So um, when I, when I think about who I was when I was raising you in my thirties, um, I was trying to be more alpha, but I was fighting your dad because he was the alpha person in the relationship. And so I was definitely played. I think that's the thing that frustrated me about the relationship so much is that I I want and I still do want to find that balance of <clears throat> I like to think of it not alpha beta but more yin yang, feminine and feminine masculine. Um, most women, I think you're wrong because I think I think that you were very in touch, and it makes sense that you said women are like their most most in touch with their feminine energy right after they give birth. Of course, that makes a lot of sense. And I feel like you were very feminine, very in touch with your feminine energy, let's call it when you were raising us. Mm -hmm. And I think that the older you've gotten and the older we've gotten, the more you have really leaned into your masculine energy. And I think that that's you having a lot more independence. And a lot of that came from being single and having to figure shit out on your own and do your own thing. But that was also a lot of you leaning into this is who I am. This is what I want. And I'm going to go do things for myself. So I think your energy has gotten much more masculine, but I think it's more authentic to you. I think you have a strong personality. Yeah, I do. Um, 
No one's ever going to be like that. Jody, she's so quiet, such a pushover. You can't. Right. She's not, she's not demure. No, nobody yeah. would. Frank, Frank. I, just, I could be demure. You can, you can. Um, yeah. Frank, I remember Frank saying this to me when he started seeing an aggressive side of me. He's like, where's the, where's the soft demure Jody? I go, fuck her. Like, that's not her anymore, buddy boy. Like wolf in sheep's clothing. Well, no, I wasn't trying to be demure. I never tried to be, I honestly never. You come off as, mm, depends on the situation. I would imagine if I went on a first couple dates with you, I would be like, she is so dainty and sweet and nice. And yeah, she's a little feisty, but like feisty. See, why is feisty considered aggressive? So even back in college. It is I aggressive. Re- I remember going out in college. So we're, we hung out with like the Harvard football players, my friend and I. And oh, these guys were so big. Not that Harvard had such a great football team. Well, actually they might've, but anyway, so uh, they were big guys, of course. And they're like, I would never forget this one guy was like six, five. He goes, you're a feisty thing, aren't you? And I thought, am I? And I look at my friend and she's like, yeah, you're feisty. You are, but see, this is what I mean. That's who you are, but you didn't really realize or lean into it until you got older. Well, I no wasn't one at any stage in my life has ever called me feisty. That's not, it's just not. <laughs> I think of feisty as playful. In That's... an aggressive way. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm fine feisty standing up. Feisty is strong. Yeah. Yeah. Feisty. Yeah. Well, so what I was going to say was it has been a struggle for me to constantly go back and tap into that feminine energy because, you know, in my thirties, I'm, I'm with my kids and I'm married and so on and so forth. Then I get divorced and I go into survival mode. And one of the things that's very hard for women. So watching the golden bachelor, the women who have either lost their husband early on, or they're divorced, you see them as the stronger personalities because they had to go into survival mode. They're all, hold on. I mean, well, they're all single right now. Right. So you see that none of them are demure. None of them. Because they've been single for They've been single or they've had a long life. Right. You can't. It's very hard to continue to be demure when you're in your 60s and 70s and you've had all of these life experiences freaking thrown at you. Yes. Although it's a lovely attribute. It's a lovely attribute. And I can see you as being demure. I sometimes see your sister that way. I would like to think of myself as being demure, but I'm not. And I i mean, my dad even called me out on that. I remember him even saying, demure, you're not. No. I mean, <laughs> he never said that. None you of can- us are. You can pull it off for like a meal a day, but yeah. like it's not like you're like. This it life. wasn't a it wasn't a goal of mine. I'll I'll give you another example of something that happened to me. I don't even know if you know this story. So when I was single, um, after the divorce and everything, I was dating this very very um, much older. I think I was so I was in my fifth forties, and he was probably in his sixties. And he was he was um, a very affluent little Jewish man. I could say that because I'm Jewish. And um, 
he was taking me out on his boat. Like, so we went on a date and I could tell he was, you know, was throwing out that big, that big alpha energy to me. He was short, not really short, but you know, he was in his sixties. He was old to me. So, but we connected on a lot of different levels and he was very nice. And I think one of the reasons he liked me was because I thought he thought I was this demure woman. We go out on this big boat. It's a sailboat. He's like, do you know how to sail? I'm like, no. He said, oh, it's going to be a beautiful day. He got food for us. I mean, Lexi, this boat was magnificent. We go on the boat and I see the clouds way back. And I'm like, are you sure? Are you sure? He's like, yeah, the it's going to be. It was a big boat and it was just the two of you. There wasn't like a crew. No. Sail the boat. No. No. So it got really bad out. And he's shouting all these things to me. I don't know anything about a sailboat. So I got, I cried. I got upset. I got angry. That was the last time we saw each other because I went into survival mode and he went into survival mode. So he turned out to be a dick. He thought I was too aggressive. We weren't a good match. Yeah. You know, nothing like um, something scary to snap you back into who you really are. But I wasn't trying to be anything, but around him, I felt that way, just like I felt that way around Frank when I first met him was, you know, that type of energy. And I think we also, women also react to the energy around them sometimes. Well, I think it depends on the the person. I'm there. I absorb the energy around me in an annoying way. Like, I wish I did it less so. Because you're such an empath? Are you making fun of me? Because I was <laughs> that sounded like you were making fun of me, but I'm serious. I am. Um oh my god, when I look at your hair, it looks so beautiful. Mine looks so flat. Why does my hair look so flat? Focus. Okay. Um I think, look, I think you are very empathetic and I think you are very feminine, but just around me. Your mother, you're not, you're not demure. You're not, you're not soft-spoken. You're very aggressive. And so I would like to go on a date with you. Like, I would like to shadow you on a date. I'm very feminine on a date. I probably wouldn't recognize you. No. And even with, even with my friends, I am. And I remember, I'll never forget one of my college friends who heard me taught it must have been in college heard me on the phone with you like yelling at you and was so shocked like who are you who am i and like who speaks to their family this way and i was like right alexis everyone talked to their family this way and i have friends my college friends are i don't know i don't want to say that different from me but like grew up in a different part they didn't grow up in the northeast Yeah, a lot of them are like just had a slightly different upbringing. And I have friends who grew who speak to their family the way we do, which is with a lot of yelling. And I have friends who come from families where no one has ever raised a voice. And it's interesting. And I've dated people who come from families where no one's ever raised a voice or families where like they've never seen their dad cry. And I'm like, I just don't understand how you guys get anything done. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, that's the way that's their, not their culture, but that's just the way they are. It's just. Yeah. It's I just, mean, I have no filter with 
my family. So if I'm mm. upset, I'm going to scream. And I think the only person I would ever show that much emotion or lack of filter with would be with us. a friend, husband. Like I would never, ever yell at my friends. Well, maybe you should try practicing that with your family. Don't yell at you guys. It's just uh you're very they're very bossy. We grew up in like a we're afraid of like we're like we're afraid of you. Like <laughs> when you need to tell, do your friends know that? Like that we're afraid of you. Like I'll say to Alyssa, text your sister. She goes, No, mom, I'm not because she's in a bad mood. Everyone you'd be so different to hear that. It's it's I wouldn't want to embarrass you because you guys are my safe space. So I let out my emotions there. It's like, mm. um, yes. And I'm thrilled that we are, but you know, so to me, I mean, I can see both sides of your personality. I can totally see that. And I think what it comes down to from the research I've read is that when you are, and I, I spoke about it already, when you are in survival mode, you tend to lead with your masculine energy. So I know that when I think about, again, my dating life, that when I was at peace with myself, if I wasn't, if I was calm with, with my overall life and I was going out on dates and I wasn't worried about anything, then I had, I would go out on dates and have these light happy, joyful dates versus going out there thinking, is this going to be the person? Am I going to, am I going to find the, my person? Am I going to fall in love with this man? And because I'm not in survival mode, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? That's, that's a fact. They say well, you can't, I don't really think that tap. you said made sense. You can't tap survival mode thing, but nothing else you said really made sense to me. Well, I was just saying that you're tapping into, it's hard to tap into your feminine energy when you're in survival mode. That's all I'm saying. No, I think that that makes a lot of sense. And I think that is why probably women lean more into their masculine energy the older they get. I was trying to find research that backed that up and I didn't find anything on it. So the only thing I keep going back to, and I've said it three times already, is the survival mode. Um, and when I you know, for me, when I think about it and when I've seen you or your sister, like in a tough situation, I notice that you, you know, it's normal. You lead with, I got to survive. I've got to, I've got to do this. Right. And you may not even be aware that you're doing it. It's I don't know. I see how that makes sense. But like for Liz and I specifically, we both, um, I can't think of the word, but before we can enter survival mode, we have to enter hermit mode. Or we shut out the world. Yeah. And I think that's very normal for a lot of people. They isolate themselves and try to, is that what you're saying? Isolate. And then you go into survival. Yeah, like that feels very much like a feminine energy. Like if something bad happens to me, I need to cry first before I can think about it. Crying is I very important. Crying is a huge part of my process. And I have to sit there and cry and feel all the emotions before I can do anything. You're such a good crier. You're a really good crier. I love it. Um, whereas <laughs> it's I like a release. They say it's like a release, like an orgasm. It's a release it's of endorphins. Yeah, very I cathartic. Love to cry, and that's been a problem for me in 
dating of people who haven't understood my need to cry or people who see my crying. And this is a very masculine thing who see my crying as a problem that they need to fix. It's not a problem that you need to fix. You don't need to tell me to stop. You don't need to solve it. This is part of my process of dealing with it. Just let me cry. I will feel so much better. It will clear my head. And then I'll be able to go into problem solving mode if that's what this situation requires. But I I do think it's a very masculine energy thing to go right into problem solving mode. Whereas I I first need a good cry. I love that you're aware of that. I love, love, love. And I actually just told my therapist a couple of weeks ago that um, some, that I cried about something and I said, I, I haven't allowed myself to cry in a really, really, really long time. It's crazy to me. I cry. What once. if I, well, what did I, what do I have to cry about? I mean, I get angry more than I cry. See that's, I don't get that angry. I, well, I, but I, I would cry over anger too. Crying isn't just sadness. It's just, for me, it's just a way of processing. I only cry if I'm sad. I would say I cry at least twice a month. And like, not like a bad thing. I was thinking about that because the other night I was on the phone with you and I was walking through the crying or crying as I do. And I was like, I wonder how often other people cry in the streets of New York. Cause for me, it's once a month. Well, and there's something nice about crying outside. I told someone that the park I live by is a great place to cry. And they looked at me like I needed medication. Well, I mean, when you think of people crying in a park, it's kind of, it's very sad. Yeah, but it doesn't need to be. I love that you have this confidence about crying. crying. Wait, I did cry last week about something. Oh, well, what's going on in the world? Um, I cried about that. It's, it's been a big cry week. So, you know, you were talking about masculine characteristics. So, and you being surrounded by your whole life, surrounded by very, so you think your father, me, and your sister all lead with our masculine energy. Yes. I think you all have a good chunk of feminine energy. Oh, but, you all, but you all very much lead with the masculine. I would like to ask Alyssa's boyfriend if she if he thinks that about Alyssa. I bet he doesn't. I bet he doesn't either. But he doesn't know her that well. <laughs> right. Like Frank thought I was very feminine when he first met me. And she uh, can be very feminine in the same way that you can be yes, feminine. Yes. I would describe you all, and this goes back to the alpha, beta, masculine, feminine thing. I would describe all three of you as alphas more than I would leading with the masculine energy. All three of you, which made for a lovely household. Which is why we needed you in our life, Lex need to be in control and need to be the one telling everyone else what to do. No one can tell any of the three of you what to do or the world burns down. And so I think that is more, and I don't know how, and I do think that is masculine too, of liking to be the one in charge to take. I'll tell you, right. It is. And you said something earlier about you get, you lead with your masculine energy more as you get older. And I said, I couldn't find any research on that, but I will tell you as you, I've, you know, and probably experienced as you get older, you get more set in your ways and you don't want to bend as much. So you might think that's leaning into your masculine energy, but I I just think it's more self-assuredness. No, I think it's, I think a big part of 
masculine energy. And I think this is, I think feminine energy too, but is confidence. And I don't think that masculine energy is more confident than feminine. It's but I think right. you older you get, the more confidence you become, you get in who you are. You're so more I lean into more which one you more naturally are. So I take that back. I don't think you lean into your masculine energy more as you get older. I think you lean into whichever one is actually more natural for you. Your authentic, your authentic energy. Yeah. Right. Um, well, you were so a lot of the things that you were saying. So here are some masculine characteristics. Tell me if you have any of them. Okay. Action oriented. No. Giving and generous. I don't know if I am. This is going to make me look so bad. I think I'm giving. I think you're giving and generous. Okay. I definitely think you are. Not action oriented. You are. Yeah. Giving and generous. And action oriented. Organizational. No, neither one of us have that. Systemizing. No, that's the same. No. Analytical. I'm very analytical. You know. Not really. Logical. You're very logical. Yeah, you are not. I think I'm more logical than you think I am. I would say you lead with emotion more than you lead with logic. You lead with emotion and then you use logic as an excuse not to. Okay, I'll take that. You lead with emotion and then you use logic to justify your fear. Okay. Singular focused. That's you for sure. (laughs) I am not like that at all. Aggressive. You, not me. Individualistic. What does that mean? Just out for yourself? No, that you are um or like you are who you are. You're like an individual. You're not going to be morphed into somebody else. Okay. You, not me. Challenging. I would say we're probably both challenging. But again, that, I think we, ch- more than that we challenge others. I don't, you challenge people more than I do. I'm not, I'm not very challenging. I think you are challenging and I challenge people. Does that make sense? You're saying that I'm difficult? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I challenge people. Well, that's what they mean. That's what they mean by the masculine trait. So I am not one to challenge other people like in a duel. Am I, I am in with a, me. You are in a duel, like <laughs> in a metaphorical duel. Winning, so I don't think like, you know how your dad is very challenging. Like he'll challenge people to a duel. Yeah. Right. So are you like that? I don't think so. You're not, you're not. I don't know if I am. I don't think I am rigid. <laughs> Do not tell me I'm rigid. Are you serious? Oh my God. Oh well, my God. Alexis. Wait, why do you tell people about your diet? <laughs> oh, why don't you mm. tell people what happens if someone tries to talk to you too early in the morning or too late at night? Okay. I'm a little why don't rigid you tell people about how you're considering driving <laughs> Florida with your dog. <laughs> 
No, that's not being rigid. Do you know that I went to the grocery store today? And when to, did that? I, I don't remember. So like, I walked into the grocery store because I wanted to get um, napkins. Like you are so rigid. I can't believe you think you're not rigid. <laughs> I am rigid. I am. Yeah, thank oh, you. I, I am rigid. I think you are too. I don't think so. I think well, I have well, non-negotiables. I don't think I'm rigid. Okay. So now feminine energy. So masculine energy is the yang and feminine energy is the yin. Okay. Um, so denotes a disposition rooted in stillness held in concert. This polarity of masculinity and femininity represents a balance of activity and stillness. And for the men on um, the yang refers to a mindset certain characteristics and patterns of behavior that are active and action-oriented. So that's the masculine energy, action-oriented. Right. So the masculine is action. action. Women are still. Stillness. I think I'm totally feminine. I'm not saying that you're not, honey. Um, Okay. So feminine characteristics include stillness. You can be like that. I'm pretty good at being still. (laughs) Yeah, You You are horrible at it. Yes. Receiving. Are you um, good at receiving? I think so. It's not my best quality, but I think so. It's a hard one. I remember when I was in high school getting compliments and I know that sounds so corny, but I remember my boyfriend in high school always telling me, oh, you're so pretty. You're so pretty, whatever it was. And I'd be like, oh no, I'm having a bad hair day. No, I don't look good today. You know? And I think that was. Well, that's a lack of confidence. That's you being a teenager. Right. Um, spontaneous. I don't think that I am spontaneous, but I am very well receptive to spontaneity and it's something that I seek. So I like to seek out people who are spontaneous. Like I would love to get a text or a phone call saying, Hey, let's go do this crazy thing right now. And I'll say, yes, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be the one calling you to ask you to do that. But if you call me, I'm in 99% of the time. Yeah, you are. You I would not. Are, I would not say I'm spontaneous. You are too rigid. rigid. <laughs> I want to. I want to be spontaneous. It's one Maybe of those things. I want to be spontaneous. Like when you're you called me out, and you said you want to go see John Mayer. I was like, I'm going to go see John Mayer, and I felt so proud of myself that I was going to go to the concert with you, and then I couldn't get anybody to watch Ava. So, um, okay, fluid. Wait, you know those memes that are like, I want to go with the flow. I just need to know. Where's the flow going? What time does it arrive? What direction is it going that's, in? That's you. Oh, you know what? That reminds me. So in my last relationship, we used to go bike riding. Oh, he was spontaneous. He was right. He was so spontaneous, but we'd get on he the was bike. Very feminine. He was very feminine. Yes. But he was very alpha too. So yes. that was, it was a very interesting relationship because he and I had like 50% we we really like the the energy was all over the place because I was masculine feminine he was masculine feminine it was very yeah. yeah but we would I'll never forget this we go to take a bike ride we're on the um oh, what is it called the bicycle built for two what is that called a tandem a tandem and he's like are you ready to go and I said yeah but where are we going he goes what does it matter He's like, we're together. What does it matter? It's beautiful outside. What does it matter? I go, I need to know how far we're going. So he's like, I don't know, 10 miles. And I'm like, are there hills? Yes, there are hills. 
Is it going to be hard to go up the hills? Yes, but you have very strong legs and you're very healthy. Oh, I drove him crazy because he was like, let's just go and do. And like, as long as we're together, we're good. Yeah. So that's why he was good for me. Um, Empathetic. Empathic. I'm sorry, not empathetic. Empathic. So empathic. I I would think it's empathetic. Okay. Empathic. So I think, you know, we're both that way. Feeling, feeling, multitasking. I am not a good multitasker. I've never been a good multitasker. I don't want to be a good multitasker. I think I'm decent at it, but it's more, it's less that I'm good at it and more that that is just my natural state. I need to be doing multiple things at once. I mean, this is the opposite of single-minded, which was on the on the masculine list is like, you have a goal and you have tunnel vision. I don't have the ability to zero in on one thing I'd rather be working on a bunch of different things at once. Yeah, but when we're you and I are working on something together, I'll be like, but wait a minute, what about this? What about that? And you're like, mom, 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 focus, focus, focus. So <laughs> Yeah, but we're talking about like a 20 minute conversation. Um <laughs> that's just I think you having ADD. I I don't, I know, I don't know. Um nurturing. Now, see, I'm more nurturing than you are. You're very nurturing. And this is where I think your personality gets confusing because all of the things in the masculine that we said were accurate, but then you have this empathetic, you have this very empathetic, very nurturing side. And I don't know if you were like that before you had children. No. No. Okay. My nickname was cold fish growing up. Because I didn't like to kiss all the old people who had wet lips goodbye when we would be there for the holidays. Yeah. And my mom would tell me, go go say goodbye to Aunt Seal and Aunt all these people. And I'm like, oh, and Sharon would be so good. She'd be saying goodbye to all of them. I'd be like, oh, this is where I get you call me. You tell me I'm such a bitch. I'm the same way. I know. No, you're nicer than like, I was. I was a little girl. Tell me. I was a little girl. I was like 10. Okay. <laughs> Karen was so much better than me. Um, I don't know what collective means. I don't understand that characteristic. I think it's the opposite of like individualistic. So it's like for oh, true, true. Out for yourself or out for the group. I, think- I don't I don't think individualistic means that you're self-centered. I don't are think you self-centered. I think it's are you folk are you gonna focus on what's best for you? Are you going to maybe do what's not as good for you and what's best for the group, which I don't think is necessarily a good thing. I think that's how I am. It says individualistic means it's characterized by individualism, independent and self-reliant. Okay. Marked by or expressing individuality. So okay. um, I, I think I'm collective. I, and individualistic. I think I you're extremely independent, which I, I think is a good thing. I would rather sacrifice for the group and ride the tails of the group a bit than I would rather do everything myself just because I don't like to do everything myself. I just, I, there's no joy in it for me. And I think for many people out there, there's a lot of joy and a lot of fulfillment in doing things yourself and doing it without help. I'm tired, Lexi, from doing it. I mean, I'm tired. Like I want to just like, I want to just sit back and be a girl. 
And that was an issue I had in my last relationship was that when he was, I, I had, there was a lot of survival in that relationship. And I was always leaning forward with my masculine energy and I hated it. And I became resentful because I saw this aggressive side of me coming out because I had to like, hold on to who I was. And, um, you know, it's exhausting. It's exhausting to be putting forth that energy. So I have, that's why, how I led the beginning of the show is that I, I'm always striving to find that balance because it is hard, especially in this day and age when, um, I think a lot of women are confused about, well, I want to be, I want to make my own money. I want to be my own person, but I also want to be feminine and fluid and be with a man who, who sees me as a feminine woman. Um, and I think a lot of men are very intimidated by very, by strong. They don't want to be with an aggressive, strong woman who just talks about them. all the money she has. Some of them do, but. Well, if yeah. they're looking for a sugar mama, yes. That's a man with a lot of feminine energy, I think. I, I think some of them do, but I, I think on it's the flip side too. Um, I think we're. I think culture is allowing women to be a lot more masculine than it is allowing men to be more feminine, but at the same time, expecting men to, I feel like I personally am expecting, I want a man with a very masculine personality, but I think you need that as the, I think I need that too, but who has the, emotional intelligence capacity to lean into the feminine when is needed of course, to of course. let me cry, to be able to sit there and listen while I explain something instead of going into problems. Like Nick Vial. I, I think he's extremely feminine. I think his fiance leans in a lot with her masculine energy because of that. I feel that I hear that in her voice. Very independent. She left home when she was like 14 or something crazy. So she's very independent. Yeah. Which would mean, and, and I think, I mean, I, I think they seem to work very well together, but so I think there's that and that we're expecting men to be, and I think it goes both ways. We're expecting women to be just as feminine while still, staying single longer, having careers, not mm. having children, not being stay-at-home moms when they do have children, but still to act just as feminine. And we're expecting men to act just as masculine while being okay that their wife has a career and isn't a stay-at-home mom. Well, expecting them to be able to have the emotional conversation that you could maybe have with a woman. Right. And Without you see, necessarily teaching them how to do that, which is like a well, whole No, and you see a lot of men. And I mean, the thing that women want to see is a very alpha masculine man being soft and sweet with his children, right? There's nothing more that it's, there's being not soft a, and sweet with the, them. Right, right. There's nothing more that's such an attractive trait is to know that you've got this man who's being a man who's going to take care of you emotionally. It's got your back, but also leaning into the soft side and is there for you when you do have a meltdown and so on. And that's like the perfect, that's that perfect balance that I think every woman's looking for and the opposite for, you know, what a man is looking for in a woman. She wants the same thing. She does. I think they do want an independent woman, but they want her to know, but they also want her to be soft and feminine. So it is a very hard balance for all of us to strike. 
I think it's really hard to strike. And I think because gender roles and norms have changed so much, mm-hmm. what everyone is looking for is different, which makes it so much harder for people to properly pair up. Yeah, I think that's. Have you gone on dates where you've noticed that men are more feminine? When I say feminine, that you feel their feminine energy more, that they pull back on the masculine? Not really. Like I, the most feminine thing I encounter, which isn't feminine at all, is when they cross their legs and I want to vomit. Do not <laughs> have a penis. Do not cross your legs. Well, hopefully your penis is big enough that you cannot cross your legs. That's the whole, that's why it's unattractive. <laughs> That's what it is, Lexi. I know, but if you think about it physically, I really don't think that's how it works. I think well, you could push it off higher. to the side. You I could think- push it off to the side and cross your legs. I mean, I I dated somebody with a very big penis and he never crossed okay. his legs. All right. Well, and also the thing about like first dates is there are very standard gender norms that I think most people still buy into. And that has been my experience is like, I expect the man to be the one to ask me out. I expect him to make the plan and I expect him to pay for it. And, and you would get criticized by a lot of people for that. But I, I agree with you. I, think you what, and I don't think it needs to be that way, but because of everything that we just discussed and because of how I am and because I happen to be looking for a very masculine energy. Man, right. Right. I'm, I'm looking for someone who wants to do that, not who does it because they feel like that's what they're supposed to do, but who right. wants to do that. So if you don't want to do that, don't do it. That's fine. There are many women who don't, who aren't looking for that. But for me personally, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. And I think we never have to apologize for what we're looking for. And I think the clearer we are that we know, we know the red flags, the green flags and all that other, all the other flags in between. Um, but it's hard. It's how do you, one of the things that I tried to do because I lift weights all the time was I tried to, for a while, you know, I had bar at my studio. I got into yoga for a while and I never really, um, stuck with them. You know, I did them for a little while, but I was, it was, it made me feel really good to do something softer, but was also still, healthy and good and beneficial to my mind and body. And I think, you know, in having this conversation with you, maybe like make, take a yoga class once a week. Cause I think I personally, I need that. I think you should walk. I think that's a great feminine energy way to move. Yeah. It does feel good. No, it does feel good to walk. walk. And everyone has to walk, but you've said this to me, before about the lifting weights I don't feel that doesn't feel masculine to me it's very aggressive I know logically that it is but it doesn't feel that way to me um like I still feel like a little girl when I work out like I don't feel like I'm a big strong man and I could be like well, I, I mean, it's not that. It's just, it's just the, it's aggressive. You're pushing, you're pulling. It's aggressive. You've got a weight in your hand. It's like, it's, it's an aggressive thing. There's nothing we don't need to apologize for. We need to find that balance all the time. You can't be, you know, some, some women and men lean much more one way than the other. It makes it, I think it makes me feel very feminine because I think that 
anything I do to get in touch with my body makes me feel very feminine. And one of the biggest things I do to be in touch, to connect with my body is exercise. So I actually feel very in touch with my feminine side when I lift weights. That's good. I mean, I feel one of the things that I've always talked about was how that strength is is also feminine strength, you know? And I think that's what you're saying is that even though it's an aggressive type of workout, it's also a way for women to tap into that feminine strength that they have in a different way. Right. Which is a really beautiful thing. Um, So also in this article that I was reading off these things, it says some people's dominance is slight while others are more exaggerated. Confidence, dominance, and altogether alpha attitude go with what may be considered as hyper-masculine energy, but that can exist in people regardless of their biological gender. Okay. We know that. Right. I think there are people who are very confident who still have a very feminine energy. Like like who? Like who? I don't know. Because now I'm going to say, I think the more of a force you are, the more masculine energy you're exuding. Which is too bad because I I think I know a lot of female um, leaders that are very feminine. So I don't necessarily agree with you on that. They dress very feminine, um, yet they're their force. And I love that. Oh, you wouldn't know them. I mean, they're, you wouldn't know them. But women that. How would you categorize JLo? I think she's a really interesting mix of she's a force and very feminine but i think she's very she comes off very aggressive too i don't think so i don't get that feeling i'd be terrified of her but i think she's very feminine i think she's very feminine and a force but then i look at somebody like blake lively and she's just 100 feminine to me and she's a force gwyneth paltrow she's a force very masculine See, I don't think so. Very masculine. Oh, interesting. So give me a force who's feminine. Come on. I'm trying to think. Blake Lively was a good one. Thank you. But I think it's just because I think her, we don't know her that well. Like she's very private. So Mm. I think we just think of her as so powerful because she's so beautiful. But like, we really don't, you never see her personality. Like she just, yeah, so she's a person who comes off as a demure, right? Demure, feminine. You look at her, she looks very feminine. Um, but I th- but I think you can absolutely be a force and be very feminine also. So when you look at somebody like Salma Hayek, right? You probably see more masculine energy. Do you know who she looks like? Yeah, but I, I again, like, I don't know her. Well, I know you don't know her personally. I know. Not personally, but her personality. Like I'm thinking, okay, think of the the British royals. So are we starting with Diana? No, we were going to start with the ones that are still alive. Sorry, Diana. All right. Okay. (laughs) So how would you categorize Meghan Markle? Aggressive. Masculine. Yeah. Definitely. She's the man in the, she's the man in the relationship. Because I think they are supposed to be very heteronormative. And I think they fit those roles pretty well. I think Diana was probably one of the more masculine, which is one of why she 
stood out so much, but oh my God, what is, what, what is, is Williams? Kate, Kate Middleton. Kate yeah. Middleton. Like she is like the most feminine. Yeah. But she you was don't like want to fuck exactly with what she was supposed to be. Right. But you don't want to screw with her. She's, no, but she's, I think that's feminine energy too. Like don't yeah, fuck don't, with the baby. My family. Here. Don't screw yeah. with my family. Like watch out for my husband. Okay. So you haven't watched um, the, the documentary about David Beckham yet, right? No. Okay. So I will tell you, I'm not telling you anything like that's going to ruin I it for he you. he gives off a masculine energy. So he comes off very feminine, although he's very alpha on the field. And she, um, she, let me tell you, she runs that house, but she's- Oh, I'm not surprised. But she, she's a force and yet she comes off so feminine, but she does it. She's a force- and with him in their relationship, she's definitely the alpha. He's the beta, and on the field, he's he was obviously the alpha. Um, but that Maybe was a, why that works because it was can- a beautiful dynamic. If you when you watch it, you'll see it's a beautiful dynamic. Um, she really understood. This sounds terrible the way I'm saying it. She understood her role. I don't think I could have ever done that because he was never around. He was always leaving. He was never around, and she was just. Okay, now I got four kids. We got to schlep around the world. Um, and they just really loved each other. But you have to watch it and you tell me what you think. So we have to um, wrap this up. This I loved this conversation with you. Um, so I don't really think that's age-related feminine and masculine energy. I think that it, like everything, as we age, things do change. To a certain extent. I, I would argue that most women lead with their feminine from the time that they're born, lead with their feminine energy from the time that they're born up until the time that they have their children when they maybe hit their peak. And then after, once they transition from I'm just a mother to, okay, now I'm finding myself again, who am I? Individual. As a person, which I think is something a lot of women go through. They have their kids, they dive all in with their kids and then their kids go to school and they're like, whoa, who am I? And then I think at that point, they lean into whichever one is just more natural for them. So that's my argument. I think that's a good argument. I can't really disagree with it because I don't know. But um, going back to the point you made at the beginning was, as people get older, they become more who they really are. And it's that whole no filter, like, I'm just going to tell you like it is. But I think what it is, is not just saying things and not having a filter. It's just you become very comfortable with who you are and you're not trying to change it anymore to fit in a box or be what somebody else wants you to be. And if that comes off as masculine or feminine, that's just who you are at that point. So it's sort of like the circle of life that you actually always are the person you were born. Um, so one of the things that it that this article um, suggests you do if you want to tap into your feminine energy more is... Um, something that I've struggled with, slow down. And that's part of the stillness, right? So this past year I did, I slowed down a lot because I didn't have the studio anymore. I slowed down a lot. And I think, yeah, meditate, just take a walk. Like you said, do the things, breathe. Sometimes I forget to breathe. Okay. But you always talk about leaning into your feminine, probably because you you're a little more masculine. What if you want to lean into your masculine? Like break shit? Well, if you want to, no. If you want to, 
this article was about how to connect with your feminine energy. But here's the thing. If you want to tap into your masculine side, take more action. Right. Um, We've talked about this. Be singularly focused. These are just a few that I'm picking out and maybe me a little bit more aggressive in the things that you want. Mm -hmm. Although I don't like aggressiveness. And then I don't think you, I don't think being rigid is a good thing, but maybe I I think for you, it's a lot of taking action and um, being singularly focused. Sorry. I love you. Nightmare. It sounds awful. I love you. Um, Okay. I'm going to go through these. I'm going to go through these fast. Uh, Slow down. Um, number two, examine your defenses and unmet needs in life. Um, practicing, thank you. These are all ways to tap into your feminine energy. Aim for balance. Um, check your biases. Do you bristle any time someone uses feminine language? No. Some people be, don't. Be tender with yourself and others. That's something that I always have to do. It's just like, okay, Jody give yourself grace. That's kind of like my theme for the past year was to give myself grace. And I tell you that all the time when you're being too hard on yourself and you're being too rigid and, but I love you. And um, do you have anything to add to this last part? As we, oh my God. Okay. No, this has been, I'd love, if I have anything to add, you will add it. You don't. Okay. I'm going to take a vote after everybody listens to this show and see if they think that you have tapped into your masculine side when you're on this show with me. I probably do. <laughs> you. you should but have your friends sure, listen like to it. Okay. All right. I love you. And for everybody listening, thank you so much for tuning into the old podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can find me anywhere on all social platforms at Jody Harrison Bauer. And make sure you share the old podcast with people that you love. Thank you so much. And until next time, we'll see you later. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of The Old Show with Jody Harrison Bauer and her daughter, Lexi. We hope today's episode has helped you understand that being old is just another chapter to live through. Another chapter worth embracing because each day we get older, and that is a privilege. Until next time, have a beautiful week. Please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. Check us out on all social media platforms at Jody Harrison Bauer and at The Old Podcast.